1: Ryan, let's do some predictions, man. This is a big game for Notre Dame. Obviously, playing playing Clemson this weekend, noon on ABC. It's a it's another uh, nationally televised game. It's just kind of what Notre Dame does, except when they choose to put a game on Peacock. Uh, but another nationally televised game, big moment. We've done all that. We've broken it down all week. Now it's time to make our predictions, and we're gonna have some fun with this one. I know you and I see this game somewhat similarly, but I'm very curious, like score wise. But I'm very curious to hear why, why you see it playing out the way that you do. So we're going to kick things off with you first, Ryan, give me your prediction and then tell me how you see this game playing out. We're going to add a little bit of an, of an extra thing in there. We'll talk game ball storyline. And then we've got one other thing that we're going to discuss, uh, as part of this one as well. So Mr. Roberts, why don't you go ahead and kick things off with your score prediction between Notre Dame and Clemson and how you see the game playing out.
0: And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
2: Yeah, I ended up landing on twenty seven seventeen Notre Dame in this victory. So it ends up being a 10-point victory. but. I really think that the 10 point differential is not going to tell the story of this football game necessarily. I do think that these teams defensively cause a lot of issues for opposing offenses. And I am not here yet to feel great about the Notre Dame offense. I'm feeling better. It is absolutely trending in a better direction, but we are also seeing a little bit of a different animal in this Clemson defense so I think that Notre Dame, this one is going to be very evenly matched early on in this game, probably into the deep of the second quarter and possibly into the third third half. I mean, the second half, excuse me, in the third quarter, where I think that it's just going to be a very back-and-forth kind of dogfights between Notre Dame and Clemson. I believe that the Notre Dame ability to create turnovers will continue this week. I do. I think that there's going to be a turnover somewhere in the second half that is going to create momentum for Notre Dame. And we're the, they're going to finish off the dogfights based upon their ability to take advantage of that turnover or two that Clemson's going to put out. I think that when you have 15 turnovers so far in the season for Clemson, that's a trend, right? I do think there's a randomness for, for creating turnovers at times. But Notre Dame, the last two games that they've played, have forced nine older turnovers. Clemson is a team that puts the ball on the ground extensively on offense. So I think Notre Dame's offense is going to be able to capitalize on a key turnover or two and they end up pulling away in the second half and force it to 27-17 Notre Dame finish. So, Ryan, if the game plays out – so you're saying 27-17, but it's
1: not a game where yep. you ever feel like Notre Dame is challenged, correct?
2: No, 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 no. I, I think they are challenged. I think that it's a back-and-forth dogfight okay. until there's a, a turnover okay. or two in the second half is, I think, the it. Okay, yeah.
1: So if the game plays out the way that you think it's going to play out,
2: yep. who gets the game
1: balls on offense and who gets the game ball on defense for you?
2: I think offensively, it's going to have to be a guy that a little, that just creates a couple important plays for Notre Dame. Maybe it's an end zone play. Maybe it's a a play that you just don't anticipate happening. I would hope that it's going to be Sam Hartman, but I'm not as convinced just because I think it's going to be a little bit of a dogfight. Like I said, I'm actually going to go with Holden Stace as my player of the game. I think that this is one where Mitchell Evans has been the key guy for Notre Dame. Now him out with the ACL injury. I think that we have forgotten, I know we mentioned it this week, that Holden Stace actually leads Notre Dame in touchdown receptions coming into this football game. So I think he has a touchdown. I think he creates a couple big plays. I think it's more going to be about Holden Stace making the big plays and the big moments that help Notre Dame win this game.
1: So, Ryan, if Notre Dame wins the game in the way that you
2: describe it, what's the biggest storyline for you coming out of this game? I mean I think it's just that the defense is one of the elite defenses in college football which I think we already think it is but I think from a national perspective you're going to now see them start to do it against a little bit more talented teams like you saw against USC and I think it's going to continue the trend of hey man that defense is legit guys like this isn't just a a team that's making a couple good you know a couple good games and kind of stacking some you know u- ugly victories they're a team that is going to consistently on a week to week basis hold teams below averages and hold them in position where Notre Dame is going to have a chance to win. So I think it's going to be about the defense this week. I think that national perspective is going to be, dang, Notre Dame plays some really good defense. Hats off to that defensive staff over there in South Bend.
1: Did I black out when you gave your defensive
2: play- game ball? No, Did I, I, didn't, I didn't give my defensive okay. play- game ball. Who, who, no. who
1: gets your, that's, that's on me.
2: I moved on to storylines. That's on me. <laughs> yep. Who gets your defensive game ball? It's super boring, but I actually think he's going to continue the the – streak that he's on, but I think Xavier Watts is going to have another key turnover in this football game. I, I think that there is going to be a point where there's going to be a game where Xavier Watts doesn't force a turnover, but I think when you're hot, you're hot when you're on a streak. And I think the ball is just coming to him right now. I mean, we saw it last week where there was one interception in particular where you're just like, you know, Xavier didn't do anything special in that play, but the ball just keeps coming to him, man. It just keeps coming to him when you're hot. Yeah, when you're hot and you have the magnetism coming, the ball just keeps coming to you. So I think Xavier Watts has another big football game this week. That's
1: why I could see something coming, like where it's DJ Brown that makes the big turnover, or Ramon Henderson, mm-hmm. just because now that he's done it for two games in a row, Clemson's like, we're avoiding that guy like the plague. And usually when teams purposely avoid one guy, it results in a lot of turnovers for the other. We saw this last year with Benjamin Morrison, right? Part of the reason that Benjamin started getting hot is because t- Cam was playing Cam Hart was playing so well. The teams are like, dude, we're not throwing at five anymore. Like Syracuse tried it, it, didn't work. You know, this team tried it, it, didn't work. We're just gonna take a shot at the freshman, freshman. And right. and then they're like, Yeah, that was dumb. Right. And and I could see something like that where like DJ Brown or Ramon or 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 so, or even the corners, if they start saying, Well, we're, you know, their best DB right now is this number this number, uh, zero and 20 and five are banged up. So let's take some shots at them. But yeah, I could see something like that. But I mean, after the way he's played the last two weeks, like you said, Ryan, he's just around the ball all the time. Right. It just, I mean, run game, pass game. I mean, you know, his his turnovers this week could be scooping up fumbles. I mean, I could see something like that. Here's the, here's the other thing that we're going to add a little bit this week, Ryan, what, what is the biggest concern you have about your prediction not coming to fruition in a negative, negative side of things? Like, if, if Notre Dame doesn't do what you think they're going to do, what, right. what would be the reason
2: why? What's your biggest concern going into this matchup? I mean, it, it's the, I, I talked about this already a little bit, but there is a little bit of randomness to forcing turnovers at times, right? Like, there is obviously a, a guy getting himself a great position and making a play on the football, but then there's also, Things like we saw last week where it's like, well, Ross was just in the right spot and the ball came to him. It didn't seem like he did anything particularly excellent on that football play. And then there's the balls coming on the ground and a, and a weird bounce off the turf that goes into a Notre Dame lap. And I think there is a randomness to forcing turnovers at times. And honestly, if I think Notre Dame's defense is going to play really well, regardless of forcing turnovers or not, I don't see Clemson scoring a ton in this football game, which is why I have it at 17. But I think that the diff, the thing that would make me feel wary is if Notre Dame is not able to force a couple turnovers and Clemson doesn't turn the football over, it, this could turn into a dogfight where one team could win 20-17 to 17, one way or the other. You know what I mean? And I, I'm still struggling if I think that Notre Dame's offense can score enough where I think that they can win this one convincingly. So I think it's if they don't force turnovers, I still have some pessimism about what the Notre Dame offense can do consistently against a good Clemson defense. For all the success Nurem has had last couple weeks, they haven't played a defense like this since
1: Duke. And right. when they've played defenses like this, they've only played two like this, in my opinion. There's only two defenses on the level of Clemson. That's Ohio State and Dukes. And Nurem didn't do very well in either one of them. I would say Nurem did even better against Ohio State than they did Duke. They just didn't finish off some drives. And that obviously would have to change in this game. Ryan, let me ask you this question. Here's a fun one. Because I was like, you know what? I can't end on the negative with your prediction. If Notre Dame hits on three of the four
2: keys on both sides of the ball, the final score of this game is what? Uh, I would say it'd be 34 to 17. It's a much more convincing victory. Like 27-17 is if there's a turnover or turnover two involved and you kind of eke it out at the end and it becomes a little bit more confident on the scoreboard than maybe it was in the in the important. It, important parts of the football game. I think 34-17 if you hit on a couple of those spots it's like that game was never close, right? right? It's like you were up 34-10 and then maybe Clemson scored a point a touchdown late where it was just like you created created a couple explosive plays, you were able to run the football, you put Clemson in really bad offensive opposition so like it's 34 to 10 somewhere in the fourth quarter and then they score a touchdown late to make it look a little bit more serviceable. But I think 34-17 is possible. If Notre Dame hits on all cylinders, I just, I need to see it still offensively a little bit.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
1: I'm I'm with you, Ryan, on my prediction. I'm going Notre Dame twenty-four, Clemson thirteen, because I'm going away from what I normally do, which is predicting what should happen, and I'm going with what I think will happen. And what I think will happen is Notre Dame's offense is going to have some plays here and there, but overall they're just going to struggle to consistently move the football. And but it just won't matter because Notre Dame's defense is too good. Like the only to me, the only way Notre Dame loses this game is if their defense just doesn't play like it has like all season. I just, I just, I don't know that Clemson has what they need to beat this Notre Dame defense. That's what it boils down to. So unless Notre Dame's offense just has a mess of turnovers, and the reality is, is as good as Clemson's defense has been this year, Ryan, they haven't done that a whole lot. Like they don't force right. a ton of turnovers. I mean, if you look at their, you know, they rank ni- um, right now 109th in the country in forcing turnovers. They forced 15 on the season. Mm-hmm. And so they'd have to do something they don't normally do. So if this game plays right. out to me, just how these two teams have been all year, that's where the mm-hmm. score comes from. That That's what yep. it is. It's how these teams have played all year. Notre Dame has not played great against the best defenses on the schedule. But I think that they'll they'll do better against Clemson than they did Duke because Clemson's not as old and violent and physical as Duke was, and I still think there was a little bit of a Ohio State hangover in that game as well. That's sure. not there now, and and so that's where I'm at. I, you know, I, I've been back and forth on this all week, Ryan. I thought about giving Clemson another touchdown, but I just. I just have a lot of confidence. And we said this last week against Pitt. I just have a lot of confidence this defense is going to do what they're supposed to do and shut this team down. I I really do. I mean, even Louisville that scored 33 points, that's seven points at halftime. You know, I mean, like that game got out of hand early, and that game got out of hand when Marcus Freeman decided to to go for it at his own deep in his own territory with nine minutes left in the clock, you know, you know, it was the offense putting the defense in those, but I'm not criticizing the coach. I'm just saying that's when that game got out of hand. It's not like Louisville just came out and kicked Notre Dame's butt for four quarters. That hasn't happened yet. Ohio State couldn't do it. USC couldn't do it. Duke couldn't do it. Louisville couldn't do it. I just don't think Clemson is going to be that team that finally figures Notre Dame out. I just, I don't. Uh, And that's ultimately where my confidence comes from. Now uh, on the flip side, Ryan. Well, I'll get to that. I'll fall in the same order. So if Notre Dame wins this game the way that that I have it predicted, my game ball on offense is going to co- is going to be one of the backs. I'm going to go with Aldrich Estimate. It's going to be a grinded out game. He'll get you know 95 yards on on 23 carries, and you know just kind of put it away with a late touchdown. You know, I could also see it, Ryan, in this score being what you had talked about with Holden Stace, where you know, he's the guy that makes the the clutch plays, the big third down conversion. He's the guy that breaks the big play to get it open uh, for not to win this game. And then defensively, it's going to be one of the linemen. And you know who somebody had said in the chat, and this is actually who I'm going to go with, I think this game is right for Javante Jean-Baptiste to have a big game. You got two, ta- you know, I, I think I think I like the tackles, right? As far as like just God-given ability, I like Miller and Sadler. I think that in two years, that's going to be the best tackle tandem in the ACC, in my opinion. It's going to be pretty good next year once they get some experience, but they're just young. They're not grown man strong yet. They're not right. experienced, especially Sadler at left tackle. He's he, this year's. He's played this year. He missed almost all of last year, uh, not just not in playing, but just being hurt and sick and stuff last year. Miller yeah. played a ton last year, but they're still young guys, and they don't have Joe Alt-Blake Fisher talent where they right. can overcome. Like Joe, If Joe made a mistake last year, he could overcome it because he's a freak you know? And, and so they're not, Colin Sadler's not that. And, and so I think the Notre Dame edge players are going to have a, a a really good day. And I think Javante Jean Baptiste is a guy that has the best day of them all. I could see him being that guy that forces that clutch fumble, uh, on a, on a strip sack or comes up with that big third down stop when Clemson tries to go off tackle and he just blows it up. I, I, I could see Javante Jean Baptiste being that guy. And, uh, and and being the big playmaker that notre dame needs in this game so that's that's where i'm going with my game ball
2: he deserves it man oh, he's been playing really yeah. good football but it hasn't necessarily gone to the box score as much as yes it should, so and that's
1: it i think this is the game where that happens right that's exactly where i'm coming from exactly i think this is the game it happens this is the game he gets the forced fumble or
2: a sack or two whatever yeah. the,
1: exactly exactly the biggest storyline coming out of this game is is if it plays the way that, that I mentioned. Cause when I say 24-13, that includes like Clemson being the last team to score. Just because like I just I don't think it's gonna be an it's gonna be an ugly game. It's gonna be a low scoring game based on my prediction, right? But it's not gonna be one where I think that Notre Dame necessarily is threatened to the point where you think they might actually lose. And, and so the biggest storyline for me is that this Notre Dame team can win big and win ugly, and 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 it's not going to be like Duke. It's not going to be like Ohio State. It's not going to be like Louisville, right? And where they can kind of win ugly. It's going to be the storyline, and then it's just going to be, hey, look, Notre Dame. The biggest storyline to me is going to be the biggest biggest picture is Notre Dame has now put Duke in the rear or put Clemson in the rearview mirror as a program. I mean, just they're now the better program, and it's not—it's been settled on the field. And yes, Clemson's got championships and all that, but like, there's nobody left on this team from those teams. There's nobody left on the roster from the championship teams, and on for either team. And you've now won three of the last four against them, so it's uh, you—you're now the better program. That's the biggest storyline for me coming out of the game if it plays out the way that I played out. Now, biggest concern. Notre Dame turns the ball over. That, that to me, that's the only Notre Dame turns the ball over or B just doesn't mentally. Like it, it's another Stanford game, which I just don't see how that happens. I just don't see right. how that happens when you're playing Clemson. D- defense just comes out. Al Gold, Al Golden puts together this unnecessarily aggressive game plan that results in big plays by Clemson and things like that. I just uh, that's my big concern. But we haven't really seen him do that in a while. To be honest, we haven't seen him do that in any big games. Because here's the thing about Al Golden. For all of the things I've complained about him over the years, last couple years, the reality is in these kind of games, the big moment games, his defenses have been great. Going back to last year, I mean, the only exception being the Clemson, the the USC game where they were shorthanded. But even in that game, Ryan, the defense didn't play bad that game. And Caleb Williams is doing crazy stuff in that game. They're pressuring him. He's doing all types of wild stuff in that game. And they were playing shorthanded. Ohio State, they were great both years. Clemson, they were great last year. You know, North Carolina, they were great until the game didn't matter anymore, and then Clemson got North Carolina like, some garbage touchdowns, like 42-17 to 17 at one point in time. I mean, in these big moments, the defense has been really good. And, and same this year. I mean, they got three losses right now if it's not for the defense, Ryan, because they lose to Duke if it's not for the defense. Not just keeping uh, Duke's point to 14 points, but you needed that last stop on third down to get the ball back to even have a chance to win the game. Right. And so I just don't see Clemson being the week that that happens. But if, if, if for some reason now Golden decides he wants to do some go away from what they've been doing and, and the kids aren't locked in and don't show up and the offense turns the ball over a bunch, yeah, Clemson could beat him then. I just don't sure. think Clemson right now, it, they'd have to do something we have not seen them do all year to beat Notre Dame. But if Notre Dame's not locked in mentally, then that could happen. Because like, as we talked about earlier in the week, if Clemson plays their A game and Notre Dame plays their B or B-plus game, Clemson can beat Notre Dame. I just, yeah. I just don't think that that's going to be Saturday. Because we just haven't seen Clemson come anywhere are close to playing their A game, Ryan. Of course. Not this
2: year. Not this year. And Notre
1: Dame's not Charleston Southern. And I'll just <laughs> kind of leave it at that. Now, can I answer the? This is... I, I, I want to answer the last part too, Ryan. Okay. If Notre Dame hits on three of its four keys to victory, I think this game is a blowout. I think this game is going to look a lot like last year's score. But maybe yeah. Notre Dame scores a little bit more and Clemson scores a little bit less. Because I just oh, – I, I think – yeah, like 38-10. Just because – I mean, so what's, what's the one key they wouldn't hit on defense? Okay, so they get Klubnik out of sync. You know, it's like there's just – if if they hit three out of four on both of those sides of the ball, I just don't think – I think Clemson's – that's going to result in Clemson turning the ball over a bunch. It's going to result sure. in Clemson not being able to run the football. It's going to result in short fields for Notre Dame. And it's going to result in Notre Dame putting a lot of points on the board because the way Notre Dame is playing right now, uh, we don't have a lot of faith in their their offense, but their defense and special teams are giving them points. Yep. Uh, you know, and, and Notre Dame ran had 252 yards of offense against US USC scored 48 that's not a shot on the offense cuz i think they did what they needed to do but the 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 fact of the matter is is the defense was doing that i just think if notre dame plays its game that this game won't be close just cuz i don't think Clemson's there yet and i i really think it could be a, a a really convincing like the score looks a lot like the 2010 2020 ACC title game where just you know one you know the the 2018 cotton bowl something like that where it's just It's a mismatch. I don't think that's going to happen because executing three of those four keys on both sides of the ball against this team is a lot harder to do. Because especially the Clemson defense—that's really what it comes down to. Uh, I don't have a lot changing in that regard. What changes is is the offense. If the offense finally steps up and is what we hope it can be, Ryan, this game will not be close. It will not be close. I just, you nailed it, Ryan. I gotta see it. I gotta see it against a good team. That's excuse me, excuse me. A good defense, defense. a good defense. That's that's what it comes down to, for me.
2: Yep, because we haven't really seen it against a really good defense yet. So hopefully that changes this weekend. But yeah, no guarantee that it will. And you're at you're away against a good, a really talented team in a stadium that. Brings a great home field advantage to the table. So it's going to be an yep. interesting game. There's no doubt about that. It is. All right. Well, that is our game predictions for Notre Dame heading down to take on the Clemson Tigers, 12 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday. 7-2 Notre Dame takes on 4-4 and Clemson. We are going to get into a little bit of a mini mailbag here next. Before we do, though, you all, as our very esteemed Notre Dame fans, please hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast, Hit that notification bell. Make sure that if you are not, you should go to boards.irishbreakdown.com for all your latest recruiting and team intel. We will be, of course, live after the football game on Saturday for a little bit of a post-game show. So make sure that you are subscribed to the channel. Five-star reviews on any and all of your podcast plat- uh, favorite podcast platforms. Thank you for joining the, this section of the Irish Breakdown Podcast.